0: Says about the curse attached to this rule, it is important to see a clear link between marriage and sexuality. We see that when we keep in mind the very literal meaning of the seventh commandment. Adultery, strictly speaking, is the sexual relation of a man with the wife of another man. To use a popular image, sex and marriage go together like a horse and carriage. Any sexual activity outside that bond is a p- perversion of God's good gift. couple or on marriage in general. Though the Seventh Commandment itself does not speak of a curse, we can notice that at any time there is an explanation or an elaboration of this commandment in Scripture, this curse element comes out. This curse element shows how serious the Lord is about marriage and the misuse of our sexuality. Let us take note, brothers and sisters, that sin pertaining to marriage and sexuality present society is acutely aware of the seriousness of certain types of sexual sins, like abuse of children and rape, while it is insensitive to the seriousness of sexual sins when it involves so-called consenting adults. In the Lord's eyes, any and all sins pertaining to marriage and sexuality are serious matters. Let's consider some examples from Scripture which bring out God's curse over sins against the 7th the Lord was holy, Israel also should be holy. Then comes a list of activities which the Lord strictly forbids. Talk about sexually explicit material. It is almost too explicit to read in the presence of little children as all sorts of sinful sexual conduct is spelled out. Towards the end of the chapter, verses 24 and following, the warning is given to Israel not to defile itself. It was because of such the canaanites would be punished and driven out of the land the lord considers them all detestable even the land is said to vomit out those who do such despicable things when you consider the clear warning given here we see how the lord protects the sanctity of marriage and the good gift of sexuality he is protecting marriage and sex he is protecting the boys and girls from predators places, that there are those who act as if this part was not in Scripture, and they hurt the lambs of the flock. Some are never caught by man, but God sees, and his curse falls on those who do such terrible things and refuse to repent. Those kinds of sins even make the land sick. We make a big jump and go to the first letter of Paul to the Thessalonians. We can notice in our reading in chapter 4 that Paul teaches sexual purity context Paul is speaking about about people of marriageable age we thus come into the category of premarital sex and promiscuity the word for such general sexual misconduct is fornication in verse 6 Paul says specifically that those who live impure lives who do not honor marriage they will be punished by God for the third and final reference we think of Hebrews 13 verse 4 can see then is that God so highly values marriage and he is so concerned to protect human sexuality that he protects it with curses. Remember that valuable painting? One may be critical of all the security system, but it protects the paintings for all to be enjoyed. The curse placed by the Lord around marriage and and human sexuality protects this good part of fruitfully in his kingdom and enjoy the good gift. We move on to our second point, where we consider the call contained in this rule. The Lord phrases his commandments negatively to drive home the point. That does not take away the need on our part to ask what we should do positively. What positive us from entering into another person's marriage or from any sort of sexual sin? The answer is self-control. That is implied already in Leviticus 18 when the Lord said his people should not do certain things. They, They could not say, oh, but we can't help it. The Lord has shown his people the way and has equipped them for obedience. That is also clear from Paul's words. He does not write them in a sympathetic way who are trapped in their sexual misbehavior, victims of their hormones, or driven by uncontrollable passions and lusts. It isn't that Paul denies that there are strong sexual urges at work. When you read 1 Corinthians 7 and 1 Thessalonians 4, you realize Paul is very much in touch with the reality of human sexuality, even though he himself never married. From the passages just mentioned, we can also learn Paul's sexual gratification. After all, in marriage, a husband and wife are to work as one harmonious unit in obedience to the creation mandate. Nevertheless, the teaching is clear that marriage gives a proper home for human sexuality and serves as a protection from immorality. While Paul advocates marriage as a way of self-control, this does not take away that in the marriage bond there will be need for self-denial and self-control in sexual relations. Paul gives the important counsel in 1 Corinthians 7 to consider that husbands and wives belong to each other and thus need to be very considerate of each other. Destructive selfishness is thus restrained. We can also think of his words to Titus where Titus is called to as a minister to set an example to the younger men by treating the younger women like sisters in all purity. 1 Timothy 5, verse 2. Self-control may be somewhat of a dirty word nowadays, but it is a, a clear call in Scripture, and not only with respect to marriage and sexuality. Actually, it is so surprising that disciples Self control as they practice for the Olympics. They follow strict exercise programs and stick to a diet, yet, when it comes to moral and ethical self control, that is mocked. People are encouraged to satisfy whatever urges arise in their heart. You shouldn't have to say no to yourself if you don't want to. The Lord, however, tells us that we should guard our chastity as the most precious gift. This is not to say that it will be easy. Some may have more of a struggle than with others. Nevertheless, God's children are called to this struggle, and God never calls without equipping his children. After all, He has given the Holy Spirit to walk in the way of, to walk in the way of the Spirit. Considering how difficult it will be to exercise this self-control, we can be thankful the Lord has warned us, provided us with cautions to keep this rule. That's our third point cautions you know how it is when you drive down the road and pass all sorts of yellow signs they alert you to the danger up ahead you can of We do have the serious problem, of course, that our old nature does not need too much suggestion to go the wrong way. The devil knows this very well, too. We should not overestimate ourselves. Think of what happened to the man after God's own heart. What kind of caution signs are held up for us? We think of the words of our Lord Jesus Christ about adultery in the Sermon on the Mount. He made it clear that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery. That warns us to watch out for wandering eyes and a wandering mind. In this very practical section of verse 18 which leads to debauchery that is a godless immoral lifestyle you see brothers and sisters in our sinful old nature you will find the glowing embers of sin it is often startling how sins can show themselves in our lives the last thing we should do is to encourage the embers to burst out into a flaming fire it does not take much to get the fire still fantasizing, suggestive comments and lewd remarks, movies with sex scenes, suggestive clothing. They are all fanning the flames of sin, and they profane what is valuable. Also the party scene, especially where alcohol comes on the scene. Alcohol destroys self-control, and therefore will set the stage for immorality as the restraints and inhibitions are let down. That's why Paul contrasts In fact, we can also think of Paul's words that bad company corrupts good morals. Watch out whom you hang out with. There is more than one young person who has ignored the caution sign and has paid for a moment of physical pleasure with some terrible disease, a scarred conscience, or who, as a result of sin, deprived a child of a proper home. Of course, all these things will speak especially to the youth, young brothers and. signs being held up by your parents, who ask you where you're going, who your friends are, telling you to be home at a decent time. Your parents were young once too, and they know the dangers. Maybe some with a blush on their faith have to concede that they shot over the edge because they ignored the caution signs, that they fed the fames of pa- passion rather than quenched them. There was grace for them, but the sins of the parents in Comes to the youth, it is good to remember the words of the Song of Songs, "Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and by the doves of the fields, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires." Chapter two, verse seven. It almost sounds like an oath, but it, it is not because God's name is, but it is not because God's name is not invoked. Yet the hearers are called to be very attentive to by this formulation especially today with all the temptation and stimulation we want we can want things before their time young girls are encouraged to look older than they are to attract men's attentions there is a desire for boy or girlfriends with it. You stir it up too soon, and it is putting a ten-year-old at the wheels of a big semi-trailer. You're going to get accidents. You need to be old enough to handle the rush of emotions and feelings, and to deal with them in a self-controlled way. Fruit that ripens fast will also rot fast. At the same way, also those married must watch out, for, watch out and heed the caution signs. After some years, grow dissatisfaction with your marriage partner and the eyes and mind begin to wonder. The workplace is not always so holy and respectful about marriage and sexuality. In a time where there are more women in the workplace, temptations increase. Let no one think he is so strong that he will never fall, but humbly ask the Lord in prayer to be faithful. Thus the Lord teaches in the book of Proverbs Rejoice in the wife of his youth, being captivated by her love. Chapter 5, verse 15 to 19. Remember, brothers and sisters, how valuable a gift marriage and human sexuality is. Within marriage, human sexuality finds its proper place. The Lord impresses its value by protecting it with curses. Seek the strength of the spirit to be self-controlled. By grace, let us...